Welcome to Tactile Office Hours, a podcast about being a paid creative from the point of view of women of color. I'm your host, Deepa Shamba, full-time graphic designer, crafter, and founder of Tactile. I've always believed that there should be more people of color getting paid for their passion, and I want to make them feel less alone on their journey to getting that money. So each month, I'll pass on what I know, and I'll also clue you in on things I learned. Let's begin, shall we? Welcome, welcome. It's the final episode of the season. And I'm really excited about it. Not because it's the final episode, I'm going to miss talking to you all, but I'm sure we'll be back. But it's more that I've I've struggled to figure out what to talk about for this particular episode. I've gone back and forth with a few different topics, and it took me a little bit longer to arrive to this point, but I had a really great conversation with a fellow creative the other day who inspired the actual subject. And the subject is the next step, which I think is pretty apropos for this juncture in our personal journey together, but then also kind of just an appropriate topic to talk about. So it's going to be a lot of talking to you, I think, as opposed to previous episodes in which there was like a specific question that needs to be asked or asked and answer. I think in other episodes, I feel a little bit more confident that I have a clear answer and then I share it with you and then I let you decide if it works or not. Here, I'm less confident about having a clear answer, admittedly, because I I don't think, not necessarily that there's always necessarily one way, but I think specifically in this case, there's not necessarily one way to, to go about it. But what inspired the conversation between the friend and I is that I shared a job post that I thought she may be interested in. And we went back and forth about it, just talking about the actual ad itself and the funny copywriting attached. And she asked me, oh, is it a job you're interested in? And it wasn't. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I am. It's just, I thought you'd be interested in it. And she's like, oh, thank you, thank you. And then she stated that it's like, it's a weird time, but that she's considered being a creative director, but is always confused about what path leads there. And that's a question <laughs> that has come up so often for me of, I want to get to this place, but I don't know how to get there, right? And I I don't think we're the only two people who have come across that challenge or come across that struggle is a strong word for it, but I guess struggle would work here. I personally have gone back and been like, okay, what's the next step? Or, you know, where do I want to be? How do I want to get there? Or I'm in this place now and... I kind of know where I'm supposed to be, but I also don't know as well. So I've had all these kind of struggles with my own career, but like how to navigate it. And over the years, I've switched up tactics. And in my personal experience, it's been less about paths and more about gaining different skills without like, you know, necessarily advancing up the ladder. I should preface it with like, it started off actually with paths. I was very one-track minded when it came to my career. I thought, okay, I want to be a creative director. And based on this hierarchy at my current job, I have to go through, I'm a graphic designer now, I'm going to level up to senior designer, I'm going to level up to art director, and then I'm going to be like creative director, and then maybe VP or creative or whatever it was. Like this, There's steps, seems very linear. I just acquired all these skills along the way. And a few things happened. One thing was that 
I would go from company to company and realize the structure was not necessarily that linear all the time. I could be in the exact same industry doing the exact same job, but some teams are bigger, some teams are smaller, some teams, when I mentioned bigger, some corporations, right, would split off into, okay, the photography was be handled with this one team, the actual design will be handled by this team, digital design will be handled by this team. And it was less about finding this, like the path forward became less and less clear for me. And then another thing was I realized later on was that for me, it's been fluid. I've gone back and forth about my own feelings with my own career. And I think I realized only recently, and mind you, I've been at this, if you include internships, and since like 2011. And I realized only recently, like in the last maybe year or so, that my feelings about my own career and how to move forward have been heavenly dependent about how it supported I feel in the workplace. So for example, when when I don't feel supported, I, I go and search to find specific next steps. I think that's how I cope of like, I don't feel supported here. I need to come up with what's next. I need to create a very clear plan of how to, uh, not only what steps are ahead, but how to achieve those steps. So yeah, I've come up with a goal. I figured out exactly what I need to get there. And that goal was informed by the existing structures, right? And like I mentioned earlier, no two companies, at least that I work for, have been structured the same, which is makes it harder to set those goals because the path forward became less clear for me. So example, one company, again, was that was a little bit of smaller team. All the creatives did all the creative from photography to design, from print to digital. So there's only like levels up of like, graphic designer, senior designer, art director, creative director, VP of creative, those kinds of things versus other companies where some people were just focused on photography. Some people are just focused on design. And so you could shift from team to team. And then from team to team, you have your own, like, I guess, hierarchical structure of like, there may be senior people on this team and maybe more junior people on this team, et cetera. So like, for me, it was harder to, with something like that, it was harder to kind of set goals, especially if I was, again, one track minded. Again, all that goal setting definitely was inspired by me not feeling valued in the workplace. Because conversely, when I have felt valued, next steps were just presented. And once I started to relax and trust that the place I was working in, it was a safe space, it became less about me learning things to get to the next rung on that like corporate ladder or, or even on like the next, not even corporate, just on the, the ladder of advancement in my creative journey. And it's more about just, these are the skills I lack and I just, I want to learn them. And these are the places I can get them. And Ultimately, I think the latter example of like just thinking of it and being just trusting the space I'm in and just trusting that, you know what, maybe I don't need to really worry about climbing anything. Maybe I just need to really focus on I have this opportunity to learn because it's a place that encourages my growth and supports it. So like maybe I can reach out to my manager and ask them, okay, you know, can I collaborate with someone so on this project to learn more about this and learn more about that, whatever. And I think that helps, A, me bolster me as a designer, but I'll also, like, if I ever want to leave, it'll bolster me, like, my value in the market. 
But also I think it'll bolster me like as a as a team member, right? Because then if I'm learning all these different skills just to be better, like if I'm learning about more about strategy or learning more about photography, how to shoot down stills, etc., that's knowledge I can put towards at my better lead them and point them to a path because I'm a little bit more familiar with who they connect with and what the process is like, etc. In addition to that, and this is going to be one of those episodes, I think like all of these tactile office hour episodes, subjects at least, these are never just going to be one-offs. I'm definitely going to bring them about again. Um, I'm going to see if I can reach out to more people to talk about things with. For this subject in specifically, I would really love to talk with another hiring manager or more importantly, like another recruiter about this topic specifically because I'm heard and I, and maybe it's probably me, you know, what's the word? Projecting, I guess. I don't know what the word is, but the idea of, oh, you know, so-and-so are only going to see that I've been a graphic designer for eight years and I can see anything senior on my, my resume. So if they don't see anything senior on my resume, they automatically dismiss me that I'm not advanced enough for that particular role. They're not going to really look at what I did during those eight years. They're just going to see they're going to see lack of a title and dismiss me. But that may also not be true. Maybe they are the type of hiring manager to actually consider the skills learned on the job, etc. I'm recently new to hiring people. And when I approached it, there were so many things I knew and so many things I didn't know. But one thing for sure I went into the idea with is that I approached it with as open mind as possible. I would look at portfolios and if I would see a portfolio of stuff that style that I liked, then great, cool. I would look through it a little bit more deeply. I would check out the skills and I think they were a quicker yes. If I was shared a portfolio that didn't have a particular style that I liked, but had really great or because I'm in need of a designer, then I would focus more on skills, right? Look, I look at immediately first for um, typography skills, because I think that indicates as a graphic designer that how detailed oriented um, a designer can and needs to be. But I wasn't really looking deeply at resumes. I was kind of looking at cursory glances just to see what kind of skills they presented. I didn't look at schools. There are so many things that I personally wasn't checking for during that, but that's just me. And I know there are billions of jobs. I know there's billions of recruiters. I know there are so many, like there's a, such a system in place, like technology wise, where like a computerized system where you submit your, your resume and they automatically weed out before it even gets to a human, like what's needed and what's not needed or what's desired, forget needed, what's desired, and what's not desired. And that can be such a barrier. And I guess to go back to to wind down this tangent of like, I would really like to talk to somebody who also is in a position to hire, who has more experience with it, to see exactly what they look for, to see if my approach of just acquiring skills will help me get to the next step as fast as somebody who is just really focused on getting the advancement in title or, or is it even so, so black and white, right? Because if you get skills and you gain all these skills, don't you automatically become a creative director? In some ways, like, can you just market yourself and like try for a job as creative director? I don't know. I think this goes back again, because I've, I've never had to talk it over 
with more than just like that one friend of sorts. But I think for such a long time, I was such a title chaser because I thought that mattered. It didn't really matter that I would gain all these skills. I felt that it didn't matter to anyone who's looking at my resume that I gained all these skills here if if I didn't have senior so-and-so on my title, then I'm not going to get an art director gig. I even think I've applied to positions in the past where I, I felt I was very confident and qualified for, and I just, I didn't even get a response back, regardless of how many, like, people I reached out to be like, oh, hey, you know, I'm really interested, or do you know such and such, and can you, like, put in a good word, etc. Wouldn't even get a courtesy call, which it is what it is. Like, I just, it is what it is. And, but, you know, that rejection, especially if it's if your career is so important to you, like mine is to me, it kind of stings a little bit. And it kind of makes you question, like, if you're so goal-oriented and you're not reaching this one goal, like, what do you do? So yeah, for sure, all this to say, this topic will definitely come back at some point in the future. And when I do bring somebody to talk about this, if I bring in a recruiter or somebody or like a hiring manager, a seasoned ex- or more experienced hiring manager, I'm definitely going to try to focus on making it non what I call PR speak and make it like real talk because somebody could say very much, you know, to stay in corporate line or maintain the company line of, yeah, of course we look at everything. We don't just look at X, Y, and Z, whatever. But we're human. We all have biases and we all have certain trainings and certain things we can say and cannot say. And we may also have unconscious, unconscious bias. And so there's all these many different factors. And I just, I just want to talk to somebody who would be honest about what they're looking for or what they look for in when searching for creative creatives, basically to fill creative roles. So outside of career I realized the next step would be a a very apropos way to end the season of podcast because I think we started off or I started off this journey with this idea of being honest and transparent and just sharing what I know in order to help you really and also it's what's been happening it's been helping me and I think I've gotten more comfortable behind the mic as as we've continued um, I hope that's reflective in my delivery. And if it's not, then that's something else to look forward to and consider for the future. We record these episodes a little bit in advance. I won't tell you how far in advance because I don't want to ruin the mystery. But by the time this is live, I don't know what my life is going to be like. It's probably going to be more of the same. Maybe not. I don't know if I would continue doing another podcast. I'm thinking I will. I do... We'll see what the reception's like. I do really do like sharing. Um, I've hoped you like sharing. Please tell me whether or not, if you haven't already. I hope this has been helpful. But I'm sure by this point, if I've just chosen to continue, I've already been planning because that's just the way I am. I'm just planning future episodes, figuring out how to improve, a bit, figuring out how to get you the answers you need and talk about things you want to talk about. And it's an interesting topic to talk about because it is very much the next step. Like where, where do we go as people from here? How, how do we progress forward? Is, is it going to be another season of these kinds of things or do we change it up next season? Uh, There's so many questions and so many interesting opportunities in front of me. 
And I think in this specific case, I'm just going to recognize that there's you and I'm doing this for you. But honestly, it's just me because I've had really great experience teaching. I've People have sought out my mentorship and I really just do like helping what I have. And I don't like hoarding information. I think that's at the end of the day, that's it. I don't like hoarding information. If I have it, I'll share it especially when it comes to create like career stuff because I've just contended with so much, but also it helps me, right? Talking it out with a friend, talking out with a stranger, just hearing about other people's experiences have always helped me, which is why I wanted to do this in the beginning uh, to begin with, because I think that's how we just grow. If we, it's, it should just be a constant exchanging of information because I think that's how we all advance. So I just want to thank you for being on this journey with me. I'm sure we'll be back if time gets in the way and you miss us or me. Feel free to reach out, send send an email, join our Slack community, follow us on Instagram, all these fun things. We're, we're around, basically. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for Tactile Office Hours. Want more info about what we talked about today or anything else career-related? Check out tactile.com. That's T-C-T-L-E dot com for additional resources and to sign up for our newsletter. On Instagram, follow us at Tactile. And if you like what you heard today, make sure to subscribe to their show on Apple or wherever else you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Talk to you next month.